the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, because it's hour two. That's why I said welcome back. Glad to have you guys here Say with what? me. Uh-huh, that's right. Um, last hour, we talked about Twitter, even the, but there continues to be breaking news on that. We also shared with you guys, we had Dinesh D'Souza on to talk about his amazing movie, 2000 Mules. And you're going to definitely want to see that movie when it comes out. And we'll continue in weeks ahead to give you information on how to do that. But we got to move on to some new topics. Of course, we want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. If there's anything on your mind, you know, a couple of weeks, was it a couple of weeks ago or about a week ago, we put a question out. We were surprised nobody called in to want to chat with us about this or even call the comment, the 24 hour comment line, because we were neither skins or I know anything about cryptocurrency. Right. So we put I mean, it, it scares me and I know absolutely nothing about it. Right. We don't know anything about it. Uh, uh, the most I know about it is is uh, Madison Cawthorn, that new young um, I, a congressman, I think, from uh, North Carolina. He's being looked at as though he um, did something improper with trading involving cryptocurrency. And I didn't even know cryptocurrency, you know, was traded necessarily. So we asked the question last week to you guys, hey, Colin, do you know anything about cryptocurrency? Do you like it? Do you know anything about it? Do you not like it? Give us a call and not one per It's the only time we've put it out and nobody's, nobody's- I was shocked. I was shocked. Do you know anybody that's made money off of it? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, you know, somebody out there has had success with it. And maybe, maybe that's a story we need to hear about it. Maybe it would take a little bit of the mystery away from a, from an 888-344-1170. Moving on to other topics tonight. Okay. So, um, there was breaking news today that, well, in a sense, it was breaking news. There was confirmation. You know how Joe Biden went around saying that, uh, that he never talked about any of business, any of Hunter Biden's business with Hunter Biden and never had any meetings with any of Hunter Biden's business associates. Well, the records came out today that one of his partners from, um, uh, I can't remember. I want to say it's AstraZeneca, but it's not because that's the, that's the vaccine virus. Um, uh, one of his business partners had visited the White House, I believe it was either 19 or 27 times during the Obama administration, even going into 2016. Gee, I guess that's just a coincidence. Like, you know, I guess he was there just to like look at the Rose Garden maybe and smell the roses. He wasn't there to talk to, to Joe Biden, right? So uh, Jen Psaki gets asked about it. <laughs> about it today no wonder she's quitting and going to I'm msnbc so glad she's man done. well you know what i'm kind of not because i'm kind of enjoying her having to uh her her getting squeezed on some of these questions let's let's listen to clip two does the president still maintain that he never spoke with his son about his business dealings and given this reporting on eric schwerin does he 
also say that he has never spoken to his son's business partners about his son's business dealings. Uh, he maintains uh, his same statements that he's made in the past. Uh, I would say I know you're referring to uh, Waves records that were released more than 10 years ago. I really don't have uh, more detail or information on them. I'd note that there was a gap when Waves records were not released, uh, but I don't have more information about visits from more than 10 years ago. Good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, that was so that's so, uh, you know, 10 years ago, like that's just so, you know, unimportant, right? Try, tries to dismiss it. I mean, you know, she did her best, right? But, you know, um, that's why she's leaving, because finally, some stuff is starting to come out, right? Uh, and, and another answer, she was asked about it again, and I don't want to play more Jen Psaki clips than I have to. But at one point, she was like, um, the only reason why you know this is because the Obama administration is very transparent, very transparent, unlike the Trump administration. <laughs> Girl, you do have a future at MSNBC because you know how to be delusional and spew some, yeah, penaptiche. Um, I want to play this next clip because there's starting to be more reports about what, as we're rolling into the midterms, which is really why everybody's, the left is so hysterical about Elon Musk, because, uh, you know, if, if things get opened up and there's a free flow of information, no matter They're all, scared. They're scared to death because no matter how many mules they can hire to put out on the street, that may not be enough enough um, with, with if there isn't an, an actual rush to the polls by legit voters wanting to end this nonsense. So the Republicans um, have pledged that they're going to begin some investigations. And I want to play clip one so you can hear what the plan is. And then we're going to discuss whether or not that's really the way that the Republicans should go. Clip one. In private discussions with CBS News, House Republicans have said if they take back the House and control of these committees, they want to launch a handful of investigations. And what they shared with us is the origins of COVID-19 with a specific focus on U.S. research dollars and what they were used for at the lab in Wuhan. The second, immigration on the southern border. And then third, Hunter Biden's business dealing and whether there are national security implications and whether any laws were broken. Separately, we know through our reporting at the investigative unit that the U.S. attorney in Delaware is considering possible tax fraud violations as well as money laundering and violations of something called FARA, which is the Foreign Agents Registration Act that requires American citizens to register with the Department of Justice when they are acting on the behalf of a foreign government. Wow. So there's a lot there that and that's Catherine Herridge, formerly of Fox News. And normally I wouldn't play a clip from CBS, but she's she was one of their better actual journalists at Fox News. And I always liked her work. Um, OK, so the first thing that the uh, the investigations, the Republicans say they're going to do is uh, share with us the or uh, is um, do an investigation of the origins of the covid uh, 19 um, virus with a specific focus on U.S. research dollars and what they were used for in the lab in Wuhan. And I think that I've kind of taken a little bit of a not controversial, but a different spin on the investigations. I think I think you have to use your your resources in a in a way to prioritize. I'm less interested in how this virus got started than I am in the government's reaction to it. I want an investigation of Fauci and his denial of proven therapy 
therapeutics, the plan to intentionally lie to the American people about therapeutics so that they could keep people locked in in order to push out vaccines. I want investigations as to his ties to these vaccines and these companies in the form of money. I want to know communications about um, the lies that were pushed out about masking, masking things that were and, and in particular an investigation into the mandates involving children, because this was a play using a virus as, as a play to seize control of our nation. Industries, lives have been destroyed. More kids have died from suicide and from cancers and, and other things as a, that were a result of COVID than they died from COVID. This, this cost I, I, we haven't had any kind of investigation into it. So how about an investigation into the actual number of people who died from COVID, not just with COVID? How about an investigation into how many people died from other diseases because they didn't get proper treatment because they were locked into their home? I want an investigation into these shots themselves and to the, the efficacy, the side effects, as well as any deaths involved. Um, there's that's it on the I, I could even go deeper into the covid for investigations. But I think we start there because I think that it's easy. It's low hanging fruit to say, let's investigate the Chinese area. And the Republicans like to go with the low hanging fruit. They like to actually actually look at times like like they're providing oversight when they're really not providing oversight. It's a way to make it look like they're doing something because they're busy, but they're not actually achieving any real accountability. And what Congress's job is supposed to be is to provide accountability. This is a long list she's put out of investigations, and I don't want to I don't want to run short. What I think what I want to do is uh, take a break and then pick that up on the other side. Before I take a break, though, um, I posed a question out there um, about at, at the open of the show about cryptocurrency because we were surprised. Nobody, nobody called in and answered our question last week. Well, Troy is on the line, and um, as well as uh, well, we've got multiple callers. We want to. We finally got some calls. People going to answer our cries that we want to hear about cryptocurrency. Troy, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hello. Uh, first thing, yeah, you better be afraid of cryptocurrency. It's going to be used as the world economy eventually. Is the entire idea behind it in time? And if you just think about it. They've created this out of thin air, all of these different currencies, and yet you can trade it in for American dollars, and nobody sees a problem with this? Well, Skins and I have said that we're skeptical. That's why we put the question out there, because we were skeptical about um, this because we were concerned. We've been doing a lot of segments about technocracy because what we like to do here on the show is not just report the headlines of what's going on, but can we connect the dots? And what's the end game of the Democrats here? We know that if the end game is to transform us to a to a part of the globalist uh, Marxist movement, cashless society. cashless society, get us get us on, in a digital footprint to where then they can control us and they got to get us digital with, with, you know, monetized digitally as well. So but that's why it's like, hey, we I, we wanted to make it open to people to call in and say, hey, do you like it? You know, are we crazy here. Um, so uh, I do have a story for you about crypto, somebody who bought it and it's a comic tragedy is what it is. Well, can you tell us quickly? Uh, Cause we've got uh, other yeah. caller holding. Yeah. A kid, uh, had a whole bunch of it early on when it was like just pennies and they were trading it back and forth as a joke. And he put, put away, it was on a, it was just on a, a little disc or whatever you want to call it. All right. 
all of a sudden the currency just starts exploding. He lost his disc. It would now be worth over a hundred million dollars, oh. but he can't find it. Oh, sookie, sookie. Oh, that's yeah. a, that's enough to make you want to hit. You know, some people would hit the bottle. Yeah. That would make me want to hit a dozen donuts, man. Uh, I would have to self medicate yeah. with some sugar on that Give one. Me donut. Give me one of those. <laughs> What's the matter with you? I brought in a dozen today. I eat two already. Troy, thank you for calling in. Oh, Quick, sure. thank you, honey. We got to quickly go. I think Lisa uh, is is on the phone. She wants to chime in on this cryptocurrency as well. Hey, Lisa, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hi there. Hi, hun. What's on your mind? What you got? Something you want to say about this crypto? Well, yeah. You were saying has anybody has anybody actually made money on it? And I got into it. Uh, my kids, who are in their late twenties, early thirties, um, knew all about it and told me, "Oh, you got to do this thing." And I had no clue what I was doing, what I was buying. I said, "Okay, fine." You know, didn't start with a lot. And, you know, a lot of them exploded. Now, it's very volatile, mm-hmm. as people know. And there's, you know, there's a high risk. And obviously, if you don't sell, it's like stock. If you don't sell when it's high, then it drops back down again. And then you should buy more. But um, I was checking into all the, um, the crypto billionaires. And one of the ways that that people have made a lot of money is not necessarily on buying the crypto itself, but on doing things that have to do with crypto, like the exchanges and third-party stuff and all these other apps where they fill in the gaps of what's missing in kind of how to do the trading of these cryptos. Is that what blockchain is? Uh, you know what? I'm probably embarrassed to say that I don't know about that. Well, I don't hear anybody talk about blockchain anymore, so I don't think that's what you're describing. I don't think that's what you're describing because, yeah, because I don't hear anybody talk about blockchain anymore. This is why, thank you for, so did you make money off of it? Are you, like, glad you did this? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I have. I mean, it's a risk. I've kept... I've kept it. I haven't cashed it out. It's, you know, as my kids tell me, it's a long-term, you know, it's a long-term thing and only put in what you could afford to lose. So it's and like Vegas. I, even though everything, I'm sorry, what? I said, so it's kind of like Vegas. Exactly. And even though mine went up like way high and now came down, I'm still ahead. Okay. You know, I haven't gotten into my initial investment. So, I mean, I'm not talking about, you know tens of thousands of dollars but you know it's it's kind of fun and you can make money and i know people if you know the more you have the more you make so and the more you risk well lisa thank you for calling in and sharing that so i like i like hearing a good news story that it's worked out for somebody somebody with experience who's experienced it so thank you for calling in i appreciate it you're so welcome. Have, uh-huh. have a good one. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to revisit. I'm going to continue my discussion about the Republican Party and their plans to investigate the Democrats. And if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170. This is the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back 
to tonight's Andrea K show. Before the break, we were talking about crypto. Somebody actually had a good experience with crypto. That's fantastic to hear that. 888-344-1170. If you want to call in uh, on any of the topics of the day, um, do you guys trust these Republicans at the open? Uh, I think of uh, or even earlier before we start talking about crypto earlier in the show, I was talking about the House Republicans are saying that they're planning all these investigations if they win back the House and the Senate, do you guys trust them that they're actually going to conduct the proper investigations that are actually going to hold anybody accountable? 888-344-1170. Sadly, my initial answer is no. They're going to have to prove it to me. Right, because they, they never held anybody accountable before. They didn't hold Hillary Clinton accountable. They said and, they would. Right. And and so and, and maybe it depends on your definition of accountability. For me, if somebody's committed a crime, they go to jail, right? I mean, they had plenty of opportunities to hold Hunter Biden accountable. And as well as Joe Biden during the Ukrainian whistleblower. But here's what they're pledging to do. I already talked about the fact that they want to do um, investigations of COVID, but they want it to be on the origins of the virus instead of where I think it needs to be the U.S. government's reaction and particularly the CDC and all of their mandates and their controls that destroyed lives and killed people and denied therapeutics and on and on and on, as well as Fauci and other people's financial gains from it that needs to be investigated. So your point is... It doesn't really matter where it came from in the long run because what we did here at home wasn't the right response. Well, I don't think we we shouldn't be funding gain of function research. Absolutely. But but I think the Republicans want to take the easy route and investigate something that's easy. Right. And it's easy for everybody to blame China, blame China. And that's the boogeyman. And that puts the United States government. But nobody's held accountable here. Nobody's held accountable here for the reaction, because regardless of where it came from, there was still no excuse. No, it's true. To to, you know, do a communist takeover of our country. And, you know, there's something should have ever been closed. Right. And and there are some people that are saying COVID is over and it's actually not. There's actually continued mandates going on in this country. There's still people having to wear masks, kids in schools. Right. There's still a plan to continue. the and, and one of the reasons why this must be investigated as to the real intentions and the reality and the lies that were told to the American people around all these mandates is because if 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 it's investigated and proven, what we already, what is obvious is that this was an exploitation of a virus for control, then that needs to be exposed to the American people so that it never happens again. And anybody involved at the CDC and the NIH and the NIAID needs to be like the FBI, it needs to be expunged. I mean, basically, the FDA is nothing but, you know, the marketing arm for uh, big pharma, basically, at this point. In fact, I think I did a report a while back uh, the, uh, about the percentage of drugs that end up having to have red label warnings on them after they were approved by the FDA. So that's really where the investigations need to be. One other investigation that they said they're going to investigate is immigration on the southern border. Do we need an investigation of the southern border? I think it's pretty clear what's going on. Uh, do we uh, do we not need just the enforcement of our immigration laws happening in this country? This is this is this is where uh, I this is where I get really well, not just here. I get really frustrated at the Republican Party from a variety of different angles. But what a waste of time and money! You want you want if you want to well. How about instead of investigating the southern border, you want to do you want to do a worthless investigation or investigation of some? How about how about you use a committee to investigate like kind of like Liz Cheney and her and her fellow Democrats are doing with January 6th? 
Do an investigation of the Democrats and their deep state and how the FBI. How about doing an investigation of the FBI and Christopher Ray with all their Fed napping and their hoaxes? How about doing an investigation of the uh, how about the Republicans do an investigation of Jan six and of Nancy Pelosi calling off any extra security an investigation of the Capitol Police opening up the doors and ushering people in? How about doing an investigation of the FBI and the DOJ and Merrick Garland on their plans to target American citizens illegally as domestic terrorists? How about that? How about an investigation finally once and for all of Hillary Clinton? And Obama, it's it, it's it's like the Republican Party doesn't know how to fight. That's clear by the by the leaked audio from Kevin McCarthy, right, where he's where he's on the phone with Liz Cheney. Yeah, yeah, for this twenty fifth amendment. Yeah, I know he. What a what a jerk that Trump is. You know, we we got to invoke the twenty. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him to resign. Like, are, are that supposed to be our leader? Skins are our founders. Would would, would the founders of this nation? The people who fought in 1776, and I'm not calling for bloodshed, but is that we, we did, America wasn't founded on that kind of weak need stuff. No, you stand up for your principles. That's why we broke away from Britain to begin with. Right. Um, so uh, they do talk about uh, Hunter Biden's business dealings, and whether there are national security implications. See, that's where they we're going to pretend that we're investigating Hunter Biden, but we're going to focus the investigation somewhere where it's meaningless and it has no teeth. National security implications. Well, wasn't that what Trump was trying to do when he had the phone call with Zelensky? Or Perchenko or whatever his name was at the time. No, it was Zelensky at the time for Ukraine, the Ukrainian whistleblower. No, this is the investigation needs to be on Joe Biden and his abuse of power using the office of the vice presidency and a grafting plan to line the pockets of not just Hunter Biden, but his brother and the rest of his family members with our enemies around the globe. That's what the investigation needs to be. But see, they don't want to go there. They want to pretend that they're going there. No, and I and you know they could have gotten so much done, Andrea, had they followed President Trump's lead and just actually stood up for conservative values. Well, had they stood up for him during the Ukrainian thing, and and had they had any guts and any intent to actually hold anybody accountable, uh, they would have trotted Joe Biden and Hunter Biden in. Oh, and we would would have, we would not be here today. No, we wouldn't. Joe Biden wouldn't be in in the White House, and we we would have cleared out some uh, some people outside the the intelligence community. Child, Colonel Chalfy, Vinman, the rest of the whole point. They'd be gone. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back here to San Diego because the San Diego County Supervisors had some votes uh, today. One that has to do supposedly about ending discrimination against women when it's actually about not ending discrimination against women, but actually voting to legislate discrimination against women. Confused? Well, yeah. So am I. Come on back. 888-344-1170. Andrea Kay. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. 
Uh, forgot to mention earlier in the show, remind y'all that we got a 24-hour call in line as well because we're, we're going into our last two segments here. So uh, once the show wraps, you can still call us 24 hours a day, seven days a week because as much as we love you, we're not going to sit here and answer the phones if you call. That number is 844-814-5227. Okay, San Diego County Supervisors. We're going we're gonna to roll back down here to San Diego, but make no mistake about it, America. This is going to cost you money. Before I talk about the vote that was supposed to take place to end discrimination against women, which really discriminates against women, I got to tell everybody out there what's happening in San Diego, what they voted to do today that absolutely affects everybody. In anticipation of the removal of Title 42, which is uh, Title 42 was uh, put in place under the uh, Trump administration, which said that people coming, immigrating into this country illegally would be turned away if they came from a country. This had to do with COVID if they came from a country that was considered to be um, one of, of, of a health risk, right? Well, although that's... You're not supposed to come to this country illegally, no matter what country you come from. So it was it was, of course, it was Trump trying to do everything that he could to stem the scourge of, of illegal immigration in this country. Um, well, there was a, a federal judge, by the way, a Trump appointee judge who who has issued, I believe, a stay against against the removal of Title 42. However, in anticipation that Title 42 is going to be removed, Nathan Fletcher who hopefully is going to be voted out, and my girl Amy Reichert is going to be voted in, they have voted to designate a new migrant shelter in anticipation of Title 42 being removed. A flood of illegals will be coming to San Diego. And uh, so what Nathan Fletcher has decided to do is apply for taxpayers' funds and not just a local but federal funds to be used for his new shelter for uh, the illegal aliens in, in this country. He says this vote, we are proactively taking steps to embrace asylees who come to San Diego County after Title 42 is terminated. Um, these are not asylees, by the way. We know that the that 90 something percent of those coming here are not actually asylees. They're not legit asylum seekers in this country. Right. Uh, we've already talked about that. According to our asylum laws, there's very specific things that qualify you for asylum. And, and on top of that, you were supposed to go to the first country you enter. And we, there's like 157 people from 157 countries coming through our southern border. So this is just continued. So um, this is just a bunch of nonsense from Nathan Fletcher uh, because the left has been um, using and abusing terminology and the borders and the immigrant crisis that long ago they conflated. You no longer here. They're just called immigrants right now that we used to call illegal immigrants, illegal aliens and immigrants. And now they just use the same term for everybody because in their mind, it doesn't matter why anybody's coming here. It doesn't matter if they're breaking the law. The Democrats want them here, and it's under the guise of compassion. So he goes on to say that this vote puts us in a position to provide the care, compassion, and services people would need when they get here. What this really means is this vote puts them in the position to aid and abet criminals. And they're going to ask for state and federal funds to cover the cost associated with the shelter. Um, it's going to be in addition to the one that's being run by somebody called San Diego Rapid Response Network, uh, which was opened in, in uh, late 2018. The Board of Supervisors temporarily provided a facility for that shelter. 
Um, it, according to the, uh, the Union Tribune, it's not clear what type of sleeping arrangement the county's new shelter will have. So, um, but Nathan Fletcher doesn't care, right? They don't, he doesn't care that he's aiding and abetting. He doesn't care about using any taxpayers' funds. This going on at a time in which San Diegans are struggling so much. We know I that hang on, barely trying to hang on. Right. We know that we know that they're struggling with the seven dollars a gallon of gas. They're struggling to, as legal citizens and residents to struggle to pay for their for their housing, their health care. We've got we're looking at food shortages. And this is where taxpayer money is supposed to go to aid and criminals. And he even goes on to say that they're going to be housed here, paid for by taxpayers dollars before they're then sent throughout the country, because California is a permanent, according to them, at least a permanent Democrat voting block. Right. So they're just a processing center, a stopover on the railway to turn America Democrat. Because that's the play, and that's what this that's is about. That's the play. And you, know, and you mentioned, Andrea, about the food shortages. And then what does that do to that? That just gets worse. Well, yeah. Everything gets worse. We're not a nation if we don't have borders. We, we're not hearing the Ukraine um, drumbeat all day, every day, as much as we were. But it's still on. I mean, it's still it, 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 it's still there. I, I'm not talking about it much on the show because I don't want to. I don't want to sit here and beat the drum on that. When no, we have the breaking development. Well, well, and not only that, but this is the border we need to be worried about. Our sovereignty America is at first. risk in this country. Yeah, because if, let me tell you, if America goes, if the back is broken of America economically because we are importing millions and millions and millions of people when we're already struggling economically, we've already got $30 trillion of debt. We already are looking at food shortages and all kinds of economic, pro- we can, we literally can't afford it. We, we can't, we well, can't afford know it. That. There's no compassion, Nathan Fletcher, in destroying America. There's no compassion in that. I sure hope he's there's no out. yeah. There's no compassion in communism, and that's what this is about. So also, there's no compassion in pretending that you want to pass some a law to end discrimination against women when what you're really trying to do is uh, destroy women by redefining women to include transgender women and non-binary people. Biological males are not women. So according to and, and I, I researched they were supposed to take the vote today and I don't know if they did or if they did and they're trying to hide it um, because this is not popular across the country. Jen Psaki tried to put out a statement the other day saying that when she was crying, saying that what's going on in Florida and the parents' rights ban, and it's just an attack on trans kids, and and it's just so devastating, and why are they trying to do this? And she went on to say that this does not represent where the American people are at. No, um, again, that's projection. The American people, the majority of American people do not support this. They do not support biological men being able to use restrooms with women and young women. They do not support biological men competing against women and destroying women's sports. They do not support the transing of children in schools. The American people don't, do not support this. And the reason why the San Diego County supervisors, if they plan to vote on this today, I don't know if they did, is I think Nathan Fletcher knows he's going down. They're going to be trying to get as much of their far left crap done ahead of the midterms and ahead of all the elections as they can. Well, I would See, that's what's going to happen on the national stage, too, as we get closer to these these elections, because they know people are wising up. Well, yeah. And that's why one reason why they're so hysterical about Twitter. Right. Because they know the American people are that wising thing goes up. Free speech. And they're they're petrified. Well, they cannot. The left cannot sell their agenda on truth, with, on truth and facts. 
They've got to lie. That's why they've got to wordsmith and say, you know, we're, we're going to end discrimination against women by discriminating against women by redefining a woman as, as, as somebody being a biological male, right? They've got to lie, right? They've got to couch aiding and abetting a criminal invasion of our country by as compassion by setting up a shelter, a, a transit point. How many of those coming here and, and staying at this shelter that he's calling asylees are people from the terrorist watch list that didn't get caught? We know 22 got caught. How many didn't? Right. How many are how many are like the drug traffickers that Bishop Evans died trying to save in the Rio Grande River? Right. The National Guardsmen we talked about last hour. How, how many, the, the, they were drug smugglers and human traffickers. How many drug smug, smugglers, human traffickers, and child rapists are going to be housed at this shelter paid for by taxpayers? Right? That's not compassion. Compassion. America has been the most compassionate country in the history of the world, providing the greatest humanitarian support and military support to the rest of the world because of the uh, of the foundation on which this country uh, was based on, which was free markets, capitalism, ind- individual liberty, individual freedom, everything that the left is trying to destroy, and everything that Trump and the America First agenda was all what about. What Bishop Evans gave his life for he what he gave his life for trying to protect this nation. He had also served in Iraq and in Afghanistan. I'm just calling it right now. He's in my mind, Andrea. In many ways, he's the hero of the week. Yeah, 22. 22 years old and there's nobody and there's nobody out there tonight marching in the street saying black lives matter. This, this young man's life mattered. Nobody, nobody. And I'm not, I'm not seeing it really anywhere on much mainstream media. So we're going to dedicate tonight's show to him. All right. We're going to take a, we come back. We might have to bite the bullet. Oh, no pun intended. <laughs> Seriously, that slipped out. We were going to talk about breaking news and, and footage that were released from on Alec Baldwin in the Rust movie set. So come on back. More from the Andrea K Show when we come back. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, our last segment for this Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. Look, one of the ongoing themes that's been uh, happening in this country for a long time, in fact, it's one of the reasons why Trump um, uh, ran for office and people were chanting, lock her up. And it wasn't about, when they were chanting, lock her up, it wasn't just about Hillary Clinton. It was about the fact that the American people knew that we had two sets of laws in this country, one for the elites. And one for the peasants, right? And one for Democrats and one for Republicans. And I think, and it's, and, and it's, and that's extended beyond, and it may have always been the case. Um, when you, when you look at, at the situation with Alec Baldwin on the Rust set, right? Um, has it, has it always been the case to where a celebrity, celebrities get away with, um, something that the average citizen wouldn't? I mean, this man was the producer of this movie, Skins. It was his job. When you're the producer of a movie, in addition to being the actor, you're responsible for what happens on set. If you are a business owner, you're responsible for what happens. In entirety. And yeah, because it, that's what producers are. If you, if, um, in, comparison to compare and contrast in the business world, it would be like the manager or like our general manager here or the business owner. You're the boss man. You're in charge of what happens at your workspace, right? If somebody gets killed in your workspace and you're, you know, some food company, 
you're responsible for that death. Right. If you accidentally we had that police officer lady that accidentally pulled her gun instead of a taser and the young man died. She's looking at five years. You can see on video that that was an accidental shooting. Right. She she accidentally did it. In the case of Alec Baldwin, it seems pretty clear that it was a case of negligent homicide because as a producer and as an actor, according to industry standards, he was responsible for gun safety on the set as a producer. And then as an actor, he was responsible for checking the gun and making sure that it was unloaded in even in even including blanks, because we've had other actors die from blanks. You're not even supposed to shoot a gun and pull the trigger with blanks. And yet he did. Right. And he's not and he's not being held responsible for it. So there, a new footage was released today of Alec Baldwin immediately after the shooting in which he's being interviewed uh, by cops and um, by investigators on the scene. And, you know, even at that point, he's still trying to come up with excuses like um, saying things like, I never aimed the gun at the camera. No, you aimed it at her, <laughs> the director behind it. Right. He, he says, said he felt no recoil from the gun. Right. Uh, and, and, and the gun just went off. Right. So he was starting to he was starting. He was already in the mode of trying to come up with excuses to try to act like, you know, this is the equivalent of um, you. You drive drunk and or you drive up onto the sidewalk and mow, mow a bunch of bunch of people down. And it was like, I don't know what happened. The car just suddenly, you know, the, the gas pedal just got floored and, and the car just started driving out of control. Right, Skins? Oh, yeah, 100 um, percent. There was something that you read in the article. You said that that uh, that he's got a lot of gall. Um, I, I, I don't know that I see any specific thing in this article here that I think in general, I think, in fact, I think him showing a lot of gall is even more less in this article and less in this video here, unless I'm missing something. And more in the fact that after this happened, he literally did an interview in which he blamed her and said she was the director or the cinematographer. It was, she's the one who gave me direction and directed me in terms of where to point the gun. Oh, I was talking about the part in the article, Andrea, where it talks about, so he says, so there's a chance that it was actually a dummy that was defective. Okay, well, that's beside the point because the gun still should have been checked regardless. Yeah, I mean, to me, the, everything about this is disturbing. I don't care that the set, that the, the New Mexico authorities did, and I didn't talk about this when this article released. I don't care that the authorities fined the set $136,000, which is the maximum amount of fines. That's nothing. That's nothing for this woman's life. He is despicable in the way that he attempted to blame her and the way that he and his wife went on vacation right afterwards and all in the, in the way that he tried to blame the gun. According to her, her, the uh, attorney for the dead woman's husband and son, I think it's clear what happened. He said, Alec had the gun in his hand. He shot it. Helena was killed. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? The DGA, Directors Guild of, of America, they're going to do an investigation. Look, this man has no business walking around. No business walking around in society. It's despicable. And if it were like, your point is well made, Andrea, because if this were anybody else outside of the Hollywood community, they would have already been locked up. Right. Um, our court system is just being, is just a, being abused in a variety of different ways. When you can have... 
a young gentleman, a, a young man. Why is his name escaping me? Uh, the, 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 he, he, they tried to get him on attempted murder. Kyle Rittenhouse. When you can have a prosecutor, prosecutorial misconduct in the way that they intentionally tried for political purposes to destroy Kyle Rittenhouse's life, right? Destroy his life forever. When they knew they had the video footage to show that he was acting in self-defense and that actually the aggressors in that that had weapons, whether it was a skateboard in which one of them tried to hit him over the head and kill him with a skateboard or the other one who shoved a gun in his face. That Kyle, Kyle, I don't know how, and Kyle, and the one that he killed um, actually was the skateboard guy, the one who held a gun in his face. He didn't kill him. He was actually, it's amazing how he didn't kill more people and that as he defended himself, himself, but they charged him with murder anyway. And the president of the United States weighed in and in an attempt to jury tamper, tried to get this young man convicted all for political purposes. And in part, it was to tell the American people it was it was a variety of different ways in which uh, narratives they were trying to push. And one of which was an anti-Second Amendment push. While one of the bad guys that he shot in self-defense but didn't kill was shoving a gun in his face, who got the gun illegally. I don't think he he ever faced any charges. He was initially charged. Then they dropped the charges because they wanted him to testify against Kyle Rittenhouse. So they dropped the charges on him. They go after Kyle Rittenhouse. In part, they filed charges against him for using a gun that they thought that he shouldn't have in his possession. So you see the hypocrisy there in the oh, double standard. That's when they were standard. spinning out, too. Okay, well, you have the right to have a gun, Andrea, but you don't have the right to use it. Right. But they also used him as a scapegoat because the message to us was supposed to be he had no right at being out on the street defending Property, defending other business owners, and and defending Americans. They want us coward in our homes. They want us. You look at the crime wave that's happening across this country. It may not be and Andrea. If that was Black Lives Matter, how would they have treated him? Well, they, what the, what was going on here was Black Lives Matter and Antifa had been allowed to issue a reign of terror across this country and in, in, uh, involved in everything from beating up business owners, killing point, exactly. cops, right, um, locking people inside a federal building and torching it, right, um, and Kyle Rittenhouse was there to try to defend property because the authorities weren't doing anything to stop this reign of terror. And the message that was sent to the American people was, you don't have the right to defend yourself. You got to, you just got to take it. And that's kind of what's going on now, not in the form of Black Lives Matter or Antifa, but we got a crime wave across this country and they don't want us to be able to defend ourselves, right? They want people to be able to carjack you all over the place. And if they arrest you, they're, if they get arrested for carjack, they just put them right back, back out on the street. We've got carjacking happening like crazy. It's like an epidemic across this country. From armed robbery, we reported on that story, these people that had a car following them from a restaurant and thought they ditched them and then led them to to the house. I mean, a crime wave happening across this country. We talked last night about the 80-year-old who defended himself against intruders. If he hadn't had a gun, he'd be dead today. Like I said, Andrea, and you've said it before, too, I have never felt less safe in America than I do today. Right. So these Hollywood actors like Alec Baldwin, not only do they get away with shooting somebody and killing them on set, but they get to be surrounded. They get to arm themselves. Or if not, they get to continue to be anti-Second Amendment advocates, but hire armed security to protect them as they're going around. Hey, thanks to you guys for being here with us tonight. Thank you so much to Dinesh D'Souza. Thank you to the listeners and the callers. Thank you, Skins. We'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. It'll be hum day, so you're going to want to be here. 
Thanks so much. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.